this thing is a great gift day of a strip show, dance show. Work there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. If we're going to follow the rules, let's follow all the rules. And who is California's number one public enemy? And a diamond made out of ranch dressing? And a couple finds and opens a mystery box while they're remodeling. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing all right? We have a very, very nice, lovely, rainy day right here in the studio. It's going to, and you can hear my printer going back there, regurgitating something. I apologize for that. For those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Carolina, beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22 some odd acres and we have horses, chickens and cattle and all that stuff. And probably in the next couple weeks or so, well, let me tell you what's going on. And we appreciate you guys as well. And I know you're doing well. But let me tell you what's going on. Last week, I wasn't too honest as far as what was going on with my dad and everything. I didn't want to cause panic in the, in the family or anything. But as you know, my, my mom passed away about two weeks ago. And so we went down to make sure, you know, do the service and everything and make sure my dad's okay and try to get all his collectiveness going. So we spent about a week down there. And as soon as we left, you know, all right, dad, see you later. We'll be back up here in about a week and stuff. And we'll, you know, start, you know, getting the house ready to sell and, and all that stuff. There's some things that we need to do. As soon as we left, about two hours, or uh, we went down to Orlando, by the way. That's where he was at, uh, Claremont, small little town just outside of Orlando. And uh, we're about in the Jacksonville area, which is about two and a half hours away. And uh, my dad's brother and sister-in-law were staying because of the service stuff and just swung by after we left and to check on my dad and make sure he's okay. And he's like, you know, I just can't get my ass in gear. So my aunt, being a retired ER nurse or retired some kind of, she's in the medical field. I don't know what she does. <laughs> I always see her in scrubs all the time. I'm like, you live in those? And um, she said my dad's oxygen was really, really low and his heart rate was really, really high, which I guess that's a bad combination. So they rushed him to the emergency room and he had fluid on his lungs and fluid in his body and all this other stuff and blah, 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 and everything's bad. So my dad literally was in the hospital two hours after we left. So he was in a hospital for a week and I didn't want to say anything to panic everyone, but um, he's out now. So he's doing all right. Um, he's kind of scooting around. He's old. I'm sure he's in shock. I'm sure he's, um, you know, uh, not doing well as far as, uh, you know, losing my mom and stuff. So we're in the process of trying to move him up here on the fridge. So he's out of the hospital. Uh, he's at home. He, you know, now he's starting to work on the paperwork and, you know, paying for the bills and all that stuff. Now, granny's been doing it since my mom's been in the hospital, but for the most part, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that behind the scenes that my dad's getting ready to find out or get ready to learn how to do real quick. And we've been trying to help him. We did his taxes that weren't done for 2020 or 2021. We did his taxes and everything. So we're at a point now where it's all right. It's go time. It's time to figure out what we're keeping in the house, figuring out what we're going to sell at the estate sale. Uh, how are we going to sell the house? The roof on the house is 22 years old. From my understanding, it's hard to get insurance on a, on a roof in Florida. That's, that's older than 15 years, which is to me unheard of. You know, when they say 30 years shingled roof, it means 30 years shingled roof, but I guess insurance, they've learned their lessons. They're putting tighter clamps and restrictions down on everything. It's hard. They're going to say replace the whole roof and there's not a stitch wrong with that roof. I mean, it still looks like the day that the house was built. Now it's a brand new building. It was built in 2000 and you know, 22 years on the roof. I mean, are, are shingles falling off? No. Are there leaks or cracks or anything in the, in the, in the roof or ceiling into exterior or interior? No, there's nothing wrong with that roof. I'm sure it could go on for another 15 years, but the insurance companies in Florida will not allow you to insure a house that's got a roof or have problems insuring a house that has a, a roof that's more than 15 years old. So that's where we're at now. 
So we're getting ready to move my dad up here. We're going to build him. He's going to live in our house on our French here, and then we're going to get him a tiny home on the backside of the property. He's going to have his own electric. He's going to have his own little space. Uh, I forget what the square footage of a tiny house is, 400 square feet. You don't think that's a lot? That's a lot. That's a lot of room. You know, that's 10 by 30 for one guy to just sit there and, you know, live his life, do, do what he wants. You don't have to worry about the yard. You don't have to worry about doing a whole lot of housekeeping or anything like that, and that's the way he wants it. Sure, no problem. So we're going to sell the house. He's going to move up here, and that's where we're at right now. On the other side of that coin is my wife. My wife's fine with it. And, you know, she's, she's, you know, you're supposed to be supportive of your spouse. So she has no problem with him moving up here, which is good. You know what I mean? What kind of marriage would that be? That would be a horrible marriage. No, I don't want your dad up here. No, 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 no. It's not that way. Believe me. Uh, she's been very supportive throughout the whole thing. And, you know, we were sitting, uh, we have an island in the, in the main kitchen area and we kind of sit there and kind of discuss the day's topics as far as what we're going to do. And both my wife and I work from home and he can have the west side of the house, which has its own bathroom and it has its own, it's separate, uh, split floor plan. And he can have that side of the house and we can go other than the kitchen area. We can go all day long because the other side of the house has the entertainment room and the master bedroom and all the other stuff. We could go all day without seeing each other. Sometimes, unless I go into my wife's office, I don't see her at all. You all right? Are you still in here? Can I bring you anything? Can I slip under something underneath the door to feed you? So my wife, as we're sitting there, now I take vitamins. You know, you got the little vitamin things that's got, you know, the AM Sunday through Saturday and the PM Sunday through Saturday. So I was doing really good and, and taking my vitamins every day. Of course, now we're back from Florida, so I've kind of been slacking on that. So we went out and bought all the vitamins, you know, the, the D vitamins, the B vitamins, the multivitamins, the fiber, the uh, baby aspirin, all the all the stuff that you're supposed to take. And then the nighttime stuff we take. What's the collagen? Take collagen. We'll take melatonin. Uh, we'll take uh, what, what the pills you're supposed to take at night and the pills you're supposed to take in the morning. So my wife said, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to make my pill caplet tablet thing, whatever it is, with all the 14 compartments on it. Do you mind if I make yours? I'm like, yeah, you got all the pills out. Go ahead and, and fill mine up as well. Our pills kind of mirror each other, uh, except for, you know, she's got women's daily and I've got men's daily. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> like the pill's going to go in my body and goes, where's the vagina? <laughs> my bill's going to go in her body and goes, where's the penis? She sets all mine up. Now, we've had these for a while. These containers, these 14 compartment containers, and they're color coded. You know, the one side's this color, one side's that color, and it all varies. You know, oh, I don't like the, the green and purple one. I want the blue and red one, you know, that type stuff. But it says, you know, on one side, Monday through Saturday or Saturday through Sunday a.m., Saturday through Sunday p.m. And I got used to my colors. Here we go. So she sets them all up. She makes them all. She puts it on the counter Sunday night. Monday morning, I get up. I'm making breakfast. She's already starting work. I'm coming back in from doing stuff from outside, feeding the animals and stuff, and I come back inside. And so I look at my pills. I'm like, oh, that's right. You know, it's Monday. i got to start my new regiment. So I take my pills. So I go to the one side that's the AM, take the pills, and then go on. Tuesday comes around. Again, I emptied one more, took my pills for the day. Of course, I took the pills at night and, and vice versa and stuff. And then she comes up to me uh, on, on uh, the past Wednesday. Uh, we're getting ready for bed. She's like, oh, you didn't take your night pills yet. Actually, what she said was, have you taken your night pills yet? And I'm already getting in bed. I'm like, no. I said, can you go grab them and bring them to me? She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll bring them to you. She comes in the room. She goes, you already took your night pills. And I go, no, babe, I didn't. No, no, you did. And she points to the box with the missing pills in it and shows me that the pills are gone for that day. I said, no, I took those this morning. She said, those are the nighttime side. And I go, what do you mean that's the nighttime side? On my pill thing, I have a blue side and a purple side. 
The purple sign was PM. It says PM on it. Don't get me wrong. It says PM on it. And the blue size says AM. That's the, I don't, to me, it makes sense. If it says AM, it means morning. If it says PM, it says night. You know, and all the letters have been rubbed off. All the letters are gone. So I go out there and I'm like, all right, blue is the, Blue is the AM and the purple is the PM. She put all my nighttime pills on the AM side because the letters are all gone. So I'm out there taking pills. <laughs> Here comes Monday. Like around noon, I'm like, God, am I tired? Am I beat? <laughs> well, something's not right. And I don't look at the pills. I just shove them all in my mouth and swallow them. Tuesday, of course, I did the same thing. Took my pills. Around noon comes around. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm beat. Wednesday, the same thing. And the, the vice versa of that is I was taking the morning pills at night. And I'm, she's like, how do you sleep? We always say, you know, how'd you sleep last night? And I, I could not sleep for the last two or three nights because I was taking the morning pills at night. She had me all, she's like, no, you're doing it wrong. The blue is the nighttime. And I'm like, why would you switch me up? I'm, I'm, so I got, I literally had to take a Sharpie and write a big letter A. I don't care Monday through Saturday because sometimes I forget. I just write A on all one side and then P on the other side. So I just thought it was fun. And I was like, God, and she's laughing at I mean, she's like, so no wonder you didn't want to do anything on Tuesday afternoon. I'm like, yeah, I just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> just wanted to sit in chairs and eat Doritos. So now that that's all cleared up, I'm good. I'm back on track. And hopefully you guys are back on track as well. All right, guys, stick around. we got a big show to get into, lots to talk about. And then we'll also talk to uh, IT Dan with Is This Going Somewhere uh, later on the show. Stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And someone will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. I can't even operate a leaf brower. Brower. Yeah. Brower. If you don't eat breakfast, you start drinking, your tongue will not say bull. God, why can't the English teach their children how to speak? Call 407-448-8800. What, what the hell? Deacon Live now presents you Motley Tear, a gentle weirdo that's trying to lead lost people to the right way. For more information, check him out at profferradio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on social contacts, and you can find all the links that links us to you and you to us as well. And don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. As I'm waving to you, you can see this video in real time. You can also see my computer monitor uh, when I talk about stories and things going on. Like, go check this out, and you can see it and enjoy it. Make sure you like and subscribe as well, uh, and you'll get a notification. We appreciate you guys and subscribe. 
we push the YouTube channel as, as much as we can. Uh, we're also doing Twitch as well. So if you guys are on those platforms, we appreciate you guys. Uh, kind of give us a like and a share, and we do appreciate it. And we'll give you some free stuff as well. And the way you do that is uh, while you're over there at Profit Radio, click on Free Swag. We'll send out some um, stickers, some magnets. we got some buttons, lapel buttons uh, for you as well. We'll mail those out to you. I'll just fill out the little form, and we'll get it out to you as soon as possible. Now, we just recently switched to uh, the Daylight Savings Time, day, and I don't know if it's is it daylight savings time or daylight saving times? Daylight saving? I don't know what it is. But anyways, we've been fighting around for this for a long time. I think, you know, a lot of people weren't really complaining about it when I was growing up. But later on, I say later on, in the past 15 years, it, it's gotten like this snowball effect. Like, hey, why do we even do this anymore? This was for the farmers so they could work in the field and do all that. Uh, there's, I think, three states that don't recognize it. But essentially, that's what daylight savings times was for. So now we're in a different community. We're not a farm country anymore. We're a consumer. Consumer country. Say what you want as far as producing stuff. We don't. We actually consume everything that the world has to offer. And that's why a lot of people love us and a lot of people hate us here in the United States. We're thinking now, all right, uh, let's come up with a different argument. Why Why do we need daylight saving signs? Well, if you're out of the house and stuff, you're not running your, your heat, you're not running the AC, you're not doing all that, that would cause a, a crutch for the climate and a crutch for everything that we do or do not produce here in the United States, which is fine. Kids uh, like to go out and play out later, get inside before the streetlights come on. There's also a, a lot of other different things. Uh, people hate getting up, especially if you have to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. God, I feel for all you that have to commute or travel, and you're riding around now in the dark trying to get to where you're supposed to do, or vice versa. You get off work uh, normally at 5 o'clock, and you got, you know, three or four hours of daylight before the sun goes down, depending on where you live. And now daylight saving signs has taken that away from you. And you only got like maybe an hour and a half to two hours. I know it's one hour shift, but believe me, those are out there that this affects people understand that and know what I'm talking about. Well, right now a bill has passed in the Senate to eliminate daylight savings time. So if you want to see this video, uh, the way you do that is go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Deacon Live, and for our podcast we do, we have a matching video, and you can see this in real time as we're talking about it here. So here we go. The annual ritual of changing our clocks could become a thing of the past if senators get their way. The Senate unanimously passed a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. It's not law yet, but as Scott McFarland reports, suddenly there's growing momentum. Scott, good morning. This is good news for a lot of people. And Vlad, good morning to you. Without warning and without objection, the Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act, which makes daylight saving permanent, keeps it in place for good. Now it's on to the U.S. House, where the chairman of the powerful House Energy Committee tells CBS News, quote, I'm pleased to see momentum building on the impacts of springing forward and falling back. It's clear to me that it's time to stop changing our clocks twice a year. Despite the bipartisanship, though, there's no vote on the calendar and no commitment from House leadership to do so. But here in Congress last week, medical experts testified before the U.S. House that during the twice-a-year clock changing, the rates of heart attack, stroke, and sleep disorder all rise. If this becomes law, it takes effect in November 2023, which gives time to adjust to the stopping of the adjusting of clocks, don't it? <laughs> yeah, time, time for the buses and the trains and the planes to adjust. I've changed. So, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot going on. They're still uh, waiting on this. There's nothing on the docket yet as far as uh, the House bidding on it. They got a lot of other stuff going on, uh, keeping their eyes, their peepers over there on, on the east over in the Ukraine and stuff to make sure that we're not putting up anything that's going to invalidate anything that they've got on the books that are getting ready to come up here soon. Now, one of the things with us slowly getting back in the community and slowly get back into out to the brand new norm is baseball season's getting ready to start. Now, 
we've been slowly, you know, they're, they're starting to fill up the band or bandstand, the grandstands again and the bandstands in, in some areas. So they've had a lot of time because there's no one been in the audience. Uh, they haven't been, you know, doing as many, they've been doing the games, but just, you know, not as, <laughs> it's got, I think I saw one pitcher doing it underhand. I mean, cause there's no one there. No one's watching. They're just flicking the ball and go here, hit the ball. But in this time, they've had some, uh, time to concentrate on other things like changing the rules of the game and updating the rules that have been going on. They've been wanting to change. The, the baseball rules are changing after a nail biting 99 day stalemate. The major league baseball and the major league MLBP PA have come to agreement allowing all this to begin in the 2022 season and it looks like it's going to be slightly different than 2021 season. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll touch on a couple things here and then I got a guy who's going to talk about that as well. So the draft rules are going to change. Draft lottery will be implemented to discourage tanking. Other rules that are, are playing, the first time player uniforms will be featured in advertising, including patches on jerseys and decals on batting helmets. The number of times players can be optioned is once per season, and that'll be limited. The 2023 season will be more balanced teams. At least teams will play at least one series against every opponent on both leagues. So there's a couple other things that are going to change, and we're going to go over to our friend on TikTok. Hashtag, we got ice baseball. Baseball's back and it has some new rules. Here's everything you need to know for the 2022 season. There will now be 12 teams that make the playoffs. Last season there was 10, now there's 12. That is two more. The Universal DH is official. Every pitcher that's not named Shohei Otani will no longer be hitting. No more runners starting on second base and extra innings, which thank the heavenly Lord Heavens, thank the Father for that. And no more seven-inning doubleheaders. All doubleheaders will be nine innings again. Opening day is April 7th, and mustard is the best topping to put on a hot dog. Well, I think that's good. I mean, it, it, baseball, I don't know if it's America's pastime anymore, but uh, there's a lot of people out there, especially in the Northeast, that love baseball. So hopefully these rule changes and everything will inspire a lot of people to go out there and start getting involved again. Now, back to following the rules as far as daylight savings time that we're changing, and we're also changing the rules in baseball. A bartender has now revealed on TikTok that she repeatedly lied to their boss in an attempt to quote-unquote train her. So what does that mean? This person right here was working at a restaurant. The hiring manager for this really, really nice restaurant uh, was asking the bartender to say, hey, look, when someone comes in at a certain time, here's the list of everyone that's coming in. Like Kathy's coming in at 101 o'clock. You know, Todd's coming in at 101.15 or something like that. Make a note of all the people that are late and let me know. Give me the list. And, you know, those people that are late, I'll, I'll fire them to the interview. She's like, all right, no, yeah, no problem. And then... Manager shows up late, gets to that room late, 15, 20 minutes late, and the person's not there anymore. The manager goes to the girl, goes, hey, you know, what happened to Veronica? Oh, she left. She kept doing this over and over and over again. And what she was doing, the bartender was saying, you know what, hey, you're asking these people to be here on time. You know, they've got a lot of stuff going on. You know, we can't afford to lose any more uh, employees. We're trying to fill our floor count here as far as employees. You're making me make sure that they're here on time when most of the time you were late to the actual interview. Uh, whether you were doing something front of house, back house, whatever it is, you know, two o'clock. So the bartender was saying, you know, I sent them home or they left. They left because you were late to the interview. Because there are so many restaurants that are hiring right now, it isn't common for applicants to do a no-show for an interview because they already accepted a job somewhere else. So every time she was running late for a scheduled interview, I said that they were here, but they were on time and left because you didn't show up on the time that you were scheduled to show up. 
so what she was doing, she was trying to change the bartender, and I'm sorry, she's trying to change the manager's conception as far as, you know, hey, look, you're asking these people to be on time. I think it should be fair that you should be on time as well. Get your shit together. So she was doing like that reverse psychology training. All right, guys, when we come back, we'll talk to IT Dan with Is This Going Somewhere? When we come back, you'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Universe inside my mind. You're listening to Above God. You heard his interview last week. This is his latest song called Chosen. For more information, check him out on ProfitRadio.com. Hey guys, we got more music coming up after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. I do not like internet radio. Profit radio. Profit radio. You guys ever hear of those people who died? I committed suicide in 2005. What? Listen, did you know that the dark side of the moon is... <laughs> hey, no laughing, Justin! How many times am I going to have to record this if you buy? You're listening to... Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents you Jermichael with his latest song, Beautiful Day. It's a beautiful day to get off your phone. Something that everyone needs to hear on occasion. His latest album coming out here shortly. For more information, check him out at ProfitRadio.com. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to sing this song. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to sing along. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to get off my phone. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to be alone. Welcome back to Deacon Live. And uh, right now we have a special guest in the studio. We are going to talk to Is This Going Somewhere with IT Dan. Dan, how are you? I'm doing good. It's nice to be back here. You look different. Yeah. It's, you look shorter. Have you, have, you, have you lost weight or anything? I've been exercising a little bit, but I don't think I've maybe a pound or two. All right. So um, what brings you to the, the station today? Oh, we had to uh, setting up a laptop and backing up a lot of things, just getting all your maintenance getting everything ready for you yeah for the the live remotes and for those of you who don't know we've talked about it before uh, i will be down in florida for the next couple of weeks so you guys are welcome to come out and see me at any times and i'll give you locations and stuff actually go over to profitradio.com and i'll tell you where we are located at now dan uh, how do you feel we haven't talked in a while yeah. since the attack of uh the ussr or russia or the russian federation and all that yeah. have attacked this small little country called the ukraine how do you feel about that and give me your opinions on that um uh, I'm finding it amazed how Ukraine is fighting back. They definitely don't have the weapons or the tanks and just No that no they do. They do, Dan. But they don't have they no, don't no, have no, the firepower. No, 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 Dan, Dan, they yeah. do. All they have to do 
is they walk the, their lazy ass yeah. across the, yeah. you know, the, the whatever to Afghanistan where we left all that shit before, have them just, you know, I'm sure the keys are still in it, yeah. you know, jump in all those vehicles and all that stuff and hightail it back over there. Boom. Problem solved, right? Okay. If this in your world, it takes a little while to get there. Tanks don't travel that fast. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like Russia just set or Putin just set up overnight over outside the border towns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took a couple weeks, if not months, to do all that. So, yeah. you know, why don't they go over there and, and grab all that stuff we left behind? I'm sure that it's all been dismantled, or you have to you'd have to fight the Taliban to get it back. Um, yeah, trade one war I'm, for another war, I mean, right? War, war is horrible. People are uh, people are dying from and they're People, whether you're a Russian or whether you're from Ukraine, people are dying, and it's it's not good. I are they Dan? Are they dying? Is it is an actual head count that you've seen from the Ukraine saying, "Hey, the head count right now is a hundred people or a thousand people." I haven't seen any head counts outside of small numbers. I, I don't, and I could be wrong. Yep. I don't think I've seen the head count reach a hundred people. I've seen where people yep. have been shot and someone has died because of this and that, but I don't think it's it's what we think a, a war would be. Okay, well. Uh, I'll have to agree to disagree. Well, no, I mean, actually, Dan, I mean, have you seen in the headlines a thousand killed, two thousand killed, three thousand killed? Now, when we were in Afghanistan, we were doing the whole, you said we didn't belong in Iraq or Iran anyways, and we saw a thousand people, fifteen hundred people were, or fifteen, fifteen hundred troops were dead, two thousand troops were dead, and you know, the number kept rising, but we heard it all the time during the whole entire battle and everything, not battle, but the the policing is what it was. It was a police event. We haven't seen that the, the Ukraine side. We haven't seen that today the body count is now 500 have you seen those headlines i, I haven't seen i haven't seen that amount but i've i mean i've seen the shelling i've seen the well they'll say you know right so we're say 80 people killed here or 30 here or five here and stuff like that so, is it is it 80 and 30 or is it like i'm just picking numbers i know you are that that's <laughs> what i'm saying yeah. so you can pick numbers and everyone else can pick numbers too but i haven't seen uh body count you know, headline, New York Times, body count in Ukraine war estimated as of today, 1,500 people. Oh. I haven't seen those yet. And I don't think that's outside of a couple little onesies and twosies of dead people laying everywhere. So you say there's probably 10 people dead then. I'm going to say, I, as of yeah. this time, as of yeah. this podcast, I don't think there's been more than 10 or 20 people that have actually been killed. All right. <laughs> that's I'm, interesting. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. I disagree with that account, but I can't. I, so when you say you disagree with that, Dan, why do you disagree with that? Have you seen different numbers? Have you seen I, any numbers? I haven't seen. I haven't seen that said someone. We have a tally of this many people have died. I haven't seen that, but I've seen the shelling. I've seen well, the small individual stories where three people killed here, five, you know, there. So. And again, are the are these I, numbers that you're just pulling out of your ass no, again? No, I mean you see, I when something happens and I see it, it's horrible. I'm looking right. at it, but I don't write it all down on a piece of paper saying, "Okay, let me think." We but got that's what I'm saying. You don't see the actual where it says day seven of the war in Ukraine body count total, and they do because yeah. news lives on that. They live on, on you know if it bleeds, it leads type deal. Yeah. So if you hear that. You know, there's hundreds. If they, if they said over 500 people have, have been killed in Ukraine, do you not think 
the NATO would start getting involved? Do you think that the, the, the Axis power, not the Axis, the Allied powers would start getting involved when you start seeing these high dense? Now, yeah. you can shell buildings all day long. If there's nobody in those buildings, you're just pounding sand. Well, it's, it's a city and they go in there. And, and, and war is a horrible thing. You and, said that. I don't think people estimate how hard a country will do to protect their own. The people invading the country. And, and I agree. I agree. That's what we went the, through. They're going to fight harder for their own land. We learned that in Vietnam. I was just going to say, that's what we learned in yep. Iraq. And I do not want to see the United States sending any military or any we won't. Our kids. We won't because yeah. we have to follow the rules. We yeah. have to follow the rules. Now, granted, Putin has not been following the rules. Yeah. He He's taken over what's the buildings that have the nuclear nuclear power plants. Yes, yeah, <laughs> taken over Chernobyl and the nuclear power plants. I think what's different about this war is people are filming things with their cameras. You know, it's it's like in real time. It's something we haven't seen before. But I'm not seeing that as much. I mean, yeah. 10% of those people have cameras, have smartphones, 10%. And that's yeah. using that term very loosely. Yes. So you have 8 million people with cell phones that have cameras on them. I'm not seeing the the destruction. I'm seeing, I'm yes, I am seeing rubbles on the ground. I'm seeing these old clips and stuff from other, I'm, I'm going to say it, Dan, yeah. things that weren't actually going on right now. And I told you this before. I said, be careful what you're seeing on these oh. news feeds. There are old video footage of of things with well, soundtracks. That's what, that's what Russia's trying to, that's their propaganda that they're, you're believing no, in. No, 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 that's that's what we are. I, and I say we. Yeah. Are we the West? Are we the West? Where I are we? get confused with that, too. So. <laughs> but I, I'm saying that the news media feed says, okay, let's let's show these people running in terror and scared, and then we'll put bomb shellings behind it. Meanwhile, you're like going, this is... You sent me that clip, but that was that had to be that had to be done. Russia as a propaganda machine that you know, makes you think that Ukrainians are bad, and Russia is just, you know, just walking down the street. Nothing's going on here. Don't worry about it. People aren't really being killed. There's probably only 10 people killed in the war so far. So. And that's what I'm saying. You know, when it gets to a certain level, then our ears and our, our eyes are going to perk up and say, okay, we need to get involved in this. That's what's happening. People think that it's a war. There's people dying left and right. It's it's not happening. You're not well, seeing mass casualties on the side of the road. You're not yeah. seeing, you know, the blown up uh, baby carriage with blood and guts on one side and the car over there with, you know, mom and dad in it and, and they're exploded. No, what about the journalist that was just killed? I don't know. I don't know. Tell me about the journalist. No, I mean, he was 51 years old, and I and I think you have to realize when you're in there in a war zone that it is dangerous. It's going to happen, but I just is it a war zone though? Is it a war zone? That's yeah. I guess that's my main my main question. Yeah, is I, it a war zone or is it them saying? They're taunting. They're they're still on the borders. They haven't. I mean, outside of uh, uh, taking over like Chernobyl and stuff, they're really not threatening the they're, people. They're in. They're into. The, they're in the cities with tanks and they're shooting at people and killing people. No, but and where <laughs> again? Where yeah. is the body count? Where you get your your news from? I, Dan, honestly, for yeah. the last three weeks, yeah. because of the the death of my mom and everything I've been going on, yeah, yeah I have not watched the news feed, but I have not seen anything yeah. where the news feeds that I have seen, whether it be CNN or Fox or, or TikTok, you know, yeah. believe it or not, it, it's more accurate than a lot of news feeds that are out there because yeah. it's it's incident. 
it's independent. I'm not seeing people up in arms, and I'm not hearing about it on talk because I listen to talk radio all the time. I'm not hearing about up in arms. They killed 50,000 people you know or 10,000. Because everyone is going to the mall, and they're going shopping, and the, the war is not right next door to them. My wife is watching six, seven hours a day. and I don't know how turned, you put up with that. I, I don't know. And I, I mean, well, I'm inside playing video games. It goes, okay. And uh, what kind of video games are you playing? Yeah. War and destruction video games. Yeah, but not with guns, you know, swords and spears and things. <laughs> and she just gets so upset and it bothering her. And I go, why do you watch it? She goes, I want to stay on top. I want to know what's going on. And I said, I want to know, but I don't want to know. Because it, it, it bothers me. that pe- People are dying. And there's too much of it. Is that, is that what bothers you? The people are dying in a yeah. war? People are dying in a pandemic? People, yeah, people dying. I'm, I'm part of mankind. And when any person dies, that you're losing someone from mankind. You would not do well in the, what is it? There's a, a psychological test that says you're, you're on a train and the track splits. You could turn to the right and kill this one person and yeah. say 50 over here or turn left or, you know, turn left and kill these 50 people you don't know to save your grandmother on the right hand side. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't do well on that. And I don't obsess over it. I'm not, it's not really bothering me a lot, but I just, I can only watch so much. I read a few headlines, I look at it, and I just say, I, I, I can't get involved with it. It's happening so far away. We're not involved in it. We might be police force. I'm sure yeah. troops are moving to this section of this. They're not moving through Afghanistan. We already pulled them out. You know, you can debate whether that was a dumb uh, action now based on what's going on. Look at the way that the things have fallen. So we got out of Afghanistan and came back home. So we really have no military presence in, you know, the central area. We have military presence everywhere. Well, but, all around. but in Afghanistan, which is a very, very stronghold, yeah. we don't have that military presence in a very, very secure country that we were, you know, of course being there. So as soon as we moved out, Taliban came back in, they started doing their bullshit, and now the Russia has now come around the Ukraine. Now granted the terms were different as far as why they're, but we don't have a strong military. Now we have NATO, which, yeah. you know, it's I, I it's like it's I, like playing Red Rover Red yeah. Rover, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know enough about NATO and how much I'm, and you know, it, it does bother me that there's wars and there's always going to be wars. I think it would be nice if it was the old days where, and they went to war, the king would always ride first on the horse. I think that we'd have a lot less wars if you had if Putin had to be out in the front of the. He army. was. He was shirtless, riding yeah. on a horse. Yeah, that's in a video from twelve <laughs> years ago. Yes, I've seen. Still, that. I mean, yeah. that was. Uh, yeah. What else going on, Dan? I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to make it a, a dark conversation about the war. Is this supposed to be a dark conversation? It is yeah. a dark conversation. Yeah. So um, I just want to make sure you were okay. Are you doing yeah, all right? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing okay, and I'm, I officially retired from Home Depot. So, and it was really funny because even after not being in the building for a couple of years, it kind of took a load off my chest when I filled out a resignation letter. I don't know why it shouldn't shouldn't matter, but I go, I'm officially retired. So, And then what do I do? Kathy says, you're hanging around the house too much. You go gotta, do something. Find gotta, something to do. You're bothering yeah, me. you got to do some volunteer work. So I joined this uh, group called Civitans. Okay, what's that about? You go around. It's a nonprofit group, and you go around helping people in the community. The first thing I did, we had a, uh, they had a fundraiser for Pine Straw. 
and had my truck, borrowed someone's trailer, and you'd just go to the fire station, load your truck up with bundles of pine straw, and deliver it to a bunch of different houses. But this Friday, I have to go around, and there's one area of the road that we have to go around with trash bags and pick up a whole bunch of trash on the side of the road. And, I, you know, when I drew, you know when you drive by and you laugh at the convicts that are there? And, you, and you're doing and you the go, same thing for I'm free. The same thing for free, yes. Yeah, so. And what's, what's, the name of the, what's the name of the group that you're volunteering? It's called the Civitan, C-I-V-I-T-A-N-S. Ironically, Dan, I am a Civitan-affiliated program here in the studio. So all the work that you did here, great. That's volunteer work. <laughs> Dan, you can write those off on your hours. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, the two hours that you spent here, you know, uploading all the, the stuff to the laptop and getting everything up to date on for Deacon Live so we can go out on the road and do all the stuff down in Florida. Civitan, thanks you very much for your support, Dan. Yeah. This is sponsored by the word, the letter F in the word U. <laughs> what else so, you got going on? Anything, no, Dan? No, no, there's not too much at all. I've just been, I have been chilling out. You look good, by the yeah. way. You look good. Your hair looks nice and long. That's always good. Yes. And, uh, you've been working out? Uh, on the exercise, on the, what's the name of the bicycle? Recumbent, Re- recumbent bicycle. Recum- recumbent bicycle. I've been doing that. I'm up to about 20 minutes a day with that. You saw my bicycle down there? Yes, I saw your bicycle there. It doesn't look like it was ever been used. I just, I told you, I've only gone on like a couple rides. I've been I, busy I with it. Look at the tire tread. There isn't even a bit of dirt on it. It's like There's, come out of the box. I ride on the, yeah. uh, I ride on the uh, concrete road. There shouldn't be any dirt on it at all. Yeah, I, I put a tread gauge on it. That thing's just sitting there for looks. <laughs> well, Have I seen a video of you riding? on it no you know how hard it is to do a video on a bicycle i'll you know what i'll, I'll do a tiktok video for you and uh, I'll, I'll post it and you can see tiktok video of me because i've got the little my bike i've got a, a phone cell phone ho- i saw the phone so and i can i can do a, a video of me like nose up you know that angle up, up my nose in the sky as i'm riding down on my new bicycle yeah and i want to see somewhere you're driving by trees not just in your driveway <laughs> all right dan anything else where i let you go uh, no just it's good to be here it's good to be back at the French. I mean, it's just, you go outside and it's just a nice feeling out here. The wide openness and the, and the trees and horses and, and the chickens walking around. We appreciate you, Dan, and thank you very much for coming out and doing all your volunteer work for us here at City Fan. What's it called? You can't even remember the name of it. You're out of luck. All right, guys, stick around. We got a lot more coming up. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Of course. Deacon Live now presents you Dio Music with his latest song, I Only Think About You. Born in Columbia, now living in Miami, Florida. His latest song is poised to make a mark on the Latin community as the first Latin K-pop song due to the catchy melodies, lyrics, and the pop urban beat. The song tells a story about a boy who meets a girl and then sees her everywhere. For more information, check them out on PropertRadio.com.
Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go over to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. And don't forget, we'd like to hear from you. And the way you do that, excuse me, don't forget, we'd like to hear from each and every one of you. And the way you do that is while you're over at ProfitRadio.com, there's a little blue bar kind of floating around the page there. It's, it says Be Heard on it. Click that, opens up a microphone on your tablet, on your smart device, whatever you're listening to us on, and you can speak right in your microphone. It comes right to our inbox, and we'll play it on this podcast if you get it in quick enough. If not, we can play it on the very next podcast as well. Ask us questions, give a shout out, uh, say if you love us, you hate us. If you have any questions about the, any of the podcasts that we've been doing for the last seven years, feel free to ask those and we'll answer them on the very next podcast. So now I am here in North Carolina. Uh, when's deer hunting season? I know it's usually in the cold months, anywhere from October to what, January, February, somewhere around there. And we always see like deer on the side of the road. God knows when you, when you hear or see when you see a skunk on the side of the road, sometimes you'll, you'll, uh, it'll be a half mile before you see it. And then half mile after it, you can smell it. But a lot of times here on the French, now for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Uh, we sit on about 22 some odd acres. So we have some, uh, some livestock or, or, um, free running free. We have foxes that, that sometimes come on our property. And uh, we also have a family of deer and stuff that, that come through the property. Unfortunately, the backside of our property was full of briars and deer love to live in briars. Uh, but we needed that for our horses. We took it upon ourselves to actually, um, chew them out. So God knows where they're living at now. And they dart across the street. My wife has hit one, uh, which was a horrible experience for her. But then once you hit the deer and it, it's dead on the side of the road, you're like going, okay, well, it's a deer. It's no different than me shooting it for hunting season. Can I take this home with you? Well, there's a new app out there right now in the wild. I'm sorry. In the Wyoming, Wyoming game and fish have released a new app called the Wyoming 511, which allows you to take and cook and put some more protein on your plate out there in Wyoming. For more on this app, let's check this out. Now, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well, and you can see this video in real time, and we'll switch to camera four so we can all see it and we can all be friends. You ready? Here we go. How to apply for authorization to possess roadkill from a public road or highway by submitting a request through the Wyoming 511 mobile app. Begin by opening the Wyoming 511 app. On the bottom of your device's screen, you'll see Report Roadkill listed along with other menu options. Tap the Report Roadkill kill button to start your request. The next screen has two options. The first option is to report a carcass. Gross. The second option lets you view previously approved certificates. <laughs> Tap on the button that says yes, report carcass. After tapping, you'll be taken to a screen that asks you what type of animal you would like to report. Tap on the field that says select species and choose the species that corresponds to the roadkill. Black bear, grizzly bear, moose, goat, wild bison, wild turkey. Once you've selected a species, there will be another question asking if the animal is blocking traffic. Either select yes or no. Once you've answered yes or no, you'll see another question appear. The question asks, would you eat it? <laughs> to the Wyoming human fish to collect this animal. Once again, select yes or no. If you select no, then you can click submit report and YDOT and Game and Fish will use these data to identify areas where species of wildlife are commonly hit. If you answered yes to the question that asks if you want to submit an application to collect the animal, then you'll see a blue continue button appear that you can tap once you're ready to confirm your choice. Uh. On the following screen, you'll see a question asking if you've done any business with the Wyoming Game and Fish in the past 10 years. 
and fill out the required fields right. to register with one. Tell me, tell me how well, how do I eat it? The next screen will ask you to confirm that the information all right, that. is correct. In the past ten years, and follow the process. I want to see where I. Uh, how do I identify if I can eat it? Once you click continue, the next screen will ask if, to the best of your knowledge, this animal was killed due to an unintentional vehicle accident and not a result of illegal actions. The statement is true. Tap I agree, and then submit report. After submitting your report, you'll see a confirmation message. Then you'll see a note stating whether or not you're able to collect the animal. You'll also see that you can click the link to download and retain the certificate for your records, and then you can tap Return to Home Screen. And then that takes you to a recipe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of your certificates at any time, by clicking the Report Roadkill option from the Home Screen. So there you go. You can actually, let's say, let's say for example, all right, I, I know I'm being silly about this, but let's say, for example, like my wife. My wife hit the deer, and of course, you know, it stumbles off, and let's say it fell over on the side of the road. You're like going, all right, well, can I keep that deer? I mean, I don't want to say, is that going to start having hunters go out there in the off season or, or people that don't want to get licenses, uh, putting corn feeders on the side of the road and thinking that they're going to hit deer. And I mean, that's essentially what they're doing in Wyoming. You're, you're putting, you're hunting by vehicle or something like that, but that's what they're doing. A lot of people go, Ooh, roadkill wouldn't eat roadkill. What if you went over to uh, Todd's house? Good old Todd, right? Come on over. We're having a, a chili. We're having a, a big roast of barbecue or whatever you call it. Oh, really? What are we having? We're having venison. Oh, Todd, I didn't know you were a hunter and as you take a bite of his chili he goes i'm not cue the bum 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 <laughs> like well where'd you get the chili from and then you know you look at todd's car out there in the in the driveway todd how'd this whole entire headlight get ripped off your oh got it martha let's go put the kids put the kids down let's go we're not eating this shit he found it on the side of the road so that's what's happening there in wyoming how oh, beautiful country out there god's country that's what they say right now speaking of god's country wink wink tongue in cheek California is not happy about this corporation right now. They're public enemy number one, and they're actually filing a lawsuit against Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is causing some squawk in Southern California with one of one of its multiple locations across the USA where the fast food chain is finding themselves to be victims of its own success. Now, we all know the whole thing about, uh, I think there was a joke going around about COVID-19. Let me switch screens here. And the long lines to get tested and stuff. And someone said, well, if we turn the COVID-19 testing over to Chick-fil-A, you know, because of their drive through and everything, the whole entire nation will be tested and whatever in, in two weeks. Well, unfortunately, in California, Chick-fil-A is so popular over there. And don't forget, California has a lot of open-minded people. They're a liberal state. And Chick-fil-A, for the most part, is a conservative business. So they might they might take some frowning upon uh, Chick-fil-A's belief and all that. Uh, they're actually complaining that they are clogging up the roadways. They're clogging up highways or byways, the little side streets and stuff. There's so much cars in the drive-through lane that it blocks traffic for, you know, 50, 55 minutes to an hour at some given times up to almost two hours. So they're, they're saying, hey, look, you know, you guys can't do this. Chick-fil-A's basically saying, hey, it's not my fault. It's not my fault that we have all this stuff. We've set up our drive through to handle exactly what we're supposed to do. We've done everything by the law. And the city's engineer and police chief community developed directors have evaluated the situation and believe that the persistent traffic backs up onto State Street is a public nuisance, and the nuisance can be caused by the operation of the drive through uh, like I said before. So that's what they're saying. Kristen Snedden 
S-N-E-D-D-O-N, a member of the Santa Barbara City Council, believe the restaurant may have outgrown its location and the problem can't be fixed, according to the Santa Barbara News Report. Chick-fil-A has also a good problem here. They are so successful that they've outgrown their site and with possible oversize of that site to begin with. So what they're asking them to do is what? Uh, get the drive through lines to go somewhere else? <laughs> go around figuring it out? I, I believe, here's my opinion. You ready for this? I know. Big opinion. Ready? If Chick-fil-A was blocking the streets in Florida, Florida being a, a conservative state, Texas, they're blocking the streets in Texas because of their beliefs, because of the way the Chick-fil-A motto or the mantra or whatever they, they do about, about gays and about same-sex marriages and all that stuff, we wouldn't have a problem. You would see more support about them blocking the roadways, blocking the roadways than you would in California. I think California, because of the way they are, which is fine, everyone, you know, each to his own. I choose to take hot showers. Some people like to, ch- like to take hot baths. Some people like cold showers. Some people like cold baths, each to his own. Just don't tell me to take a cold shower or hot bath. When you get to that point, then you have to go, all right, what's the real problem here outside of that? Because God knows, pun intended, I on Sunday mornings, there's a huge church in downtown or just outside of downtown Orlando that literally, you know, when the church lets out, they have the police cars out front letting the congregation get out of there. And you see, you know, Lexus, Lexus, BMW, Lexus, BMW, BMW, Audi, Audi, Ford Pinto. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. But whatever, you, you understand what I'm saying. There's a lot of money that's coming in and out of this church. Nobody says anything because you already know, you know, hey, it's lunchtime. Don't go by that Chick-fil-A. Hey, it's Sunday at 12 o'clock. Don't go by that church. They don't say anything about churches. Well, here's another example. Uh, I know the Orlando Arena or what's it called? The Amway Center. I'm born and raised in Orlando. So these are the only things I have to pull from for reference. It takes you, no lie, it probably takes you an hour and a half to get out of that parking lot. You know why? Because there's traffic. You're blocking up all the traffic. Uh, no one says anything. No one goes, all right, you know, there's a magic game. There's a, a a lightnings game or a heat game or whatever that is at the arena. No one complains about that. Now, granted, Chick-fil-A, six days a week they're open. It might be a little bit more nuisance, but come on, just give them a break. I mean, we, they're already there. You knew this was going to happen, or did you? I don't like them heathens. <laughs> Go from there. Well, if you can't go through the drive, well, if you can't go through the drive-through, maybe your car's the problem. Maybe what you need to get is a robot goat. A robot goat has been made by Kawasaki. Now, I say goat. Yes. Was that a sheep? I don't know. How do you do goats? Don't they spit like a or something? <laughs> don't they give you the raspberry or something? Kawasaki debuts two robots in 2022's International Robot Exhibit Exhibition in Tokyo. The company provided a demonstration showing a person riding a goat-shaped robot. Now, if you want to see this, you can see this. Go over to profitrated.com for every podcast we do. You can see what's on my screen. We can all talk about it and be friends. It looks, yeah, it looks lower. Well, I wouldn't say a goat. This thing more looks like a, a reindeer. It's larger. It's got a longer neck. It's got, you know, ears to make it look some somewhat cuter or something like that. And the girl, the woman that's that's sitting on it, she's Asian, Japanese. She's probably 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, uh, the whole thing looks like it stands about six feet tall. And it is a robot. Kawasaki, best known for motorcycles, debuts a four-legged rideable robot at the world's largest robot trade show last week. The robot, Bex, B-E-X, was created by the company's Kalodian, I'm throwing extra letters in there, sorry, program, 
has been working on developing a humanoid robot in Japan since 2015. Spectators got their first view of the robot in 2022. Oh, sorry, at the International Robot Exhibition, IREX. I got it. Rex, whatever, in Tokyo. Let's see. Here's a video of it. So if you want to see it, though the company did not give any specifications about the robot's speed and capacity, the video shows that the robot goat, quote-unquote goat, is moving at a slow pace. So let's see what's going on with this goat thing. Let me turn the volume up to see if there's anything. Dun, 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 dun. There it is. Not very fancy. Looks what you would think a robot, a goat robot. It's got horns to the left and right. I don't know. If, and the feet are like little tennis balls or actual round balls, not tennis balls, about the size of a tennis ball. So it really doesn't have like a hoof type print. So it's walking out here. All right, let's get on. Let's get the lady on there. It's moving about the, the pace of slow. So it squats down. Oh, it's got little wheels on it. It's got wheels on the knees. So when it squats down, the wheels to take over and it can roll. All right, so here's my question. All right, it's fascinating. Fascinating there, Tokyo. Domo arigato. So here's my question. Why? Why do we need a robot, quote-unquote, goat? Do we need that? And it walks like baby steps. Like, I mean, little, like, an inch at a time, all four legs, you know, inch at a time, and then it squatted down, you know, curled its legs up underneath it, like if it was landing on something, and the knees became wheels, and then the wheels, it would roll around from there. Lose the, well, maybe if it's got to go all-terrain, I was going to say, lose the legs, let's go with the wheels. Let's get let's get moving here, goat guy, let's go. I got to get to the grocery, I got to get to Chick-fil-A for the Lionx sends out past the uh, the field of vision for the, the driveway and stuff. Now, in the internet right now, because everyone loves the internet, everyone loves TikTok, everyone loves a good conspiracy or a good question where everyone can fight. I mean, internet will basically divide the whole entire country at any given time, no matter what it is. The cliche one that, that posts on Facebook, start the debate now, and it just posts like a stick up there or a twig or whatever, and it, the caption is, this is a stick, and then someone will go, no, it's a twig, and then someone else will say, no, it's a this, and it's that, and then and conspiracies and arguments ensue. Because I didn't think that we needed this, and I don't know how this... This is hippie talk, man. When I say hippie talk, I'm talking about people that are just smoking weed, not necessarily hippies like traditional, like in the 70s. I'm talking about people just talking about stuff, asking these questions. So here's the question, and I'm not going to dive into it because it's... I don't have enough brain cells to sit here and actually think about it. I'm, I'm too old. I'm too tired. Uh, I've, I've taken the correct pills this morning. I'm not, uh, well, may I don't know what pills I'm taking anymore. I'm just shoving them in my mouth and wishing for the best. But the Internet right now is actually debating on this. You ready for this? Are there more doors in the world than wheels? I'll say it again. Are there more doors in the world than wheels. So a simple yet interesting question that has taken over TikToks many times, multiple different creators posting questions to their audience, resulting in, of course, viral sides and all that stuff. It, it's clickbait. It's clickbait to get all the people on TikTok to, to like your shit. Well, it would be almost impossible to get an accurate answer. They actually, uh, they polled 220,000 people and said that there are more doors in the world at 56%. Versus 46.4% of the people said there are more wheels in the world. Think about it, though. A door. Door is physically, a, uh, is it a walkway? Here's the debate. Here's here's where you get all catchy and stuff. Like, the, my refrigerator has a door. Is it by de definition, if door is in the title of describing what you're looking at, is that a door? Like, the door on my, let's see, I'm looking here in the studio. I have a... Uh, my tower here, this one tower here that runs half of the station, I have a door in front of my CD DVD player. Is that a door? Then we start talking about wheels. Again, what's a wheel? A wheel, wheel and cog, wheel and on the road, wheel on the rope, goddamn robot that's, uh, 
the goat robot that we need for some reason. So think about it and sit there and debate. Now, don't leave me just yet because I got a lot more shit to talk about because we have a, a recall from Walmart. But, I mean, these are the actual debates that people sit around and, and talk about. Meanwhile, children are starving and bombs are falling over in the east. <laughs> right? We can't figure out wheels and doors. All right, guys, stick around. I got a little bit more to get into, and I'll let you get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to Above God with his latest song, Truth in First and foremost, this is my Facebook page. What I choose to post does not require anyone's comments or opinions. If you do not like what is on my page, or what I choose to share, scroll on. I am not asking for your religious or political views. I'm a big girl and of my own. Thank you. I was raised a Christian. And I am proud to be an American. If this causes longtime high school friends to remove me from their friends list, then we were not friends to begin with. Everyone has their own opinions and everyone makes their own choices. Peace out. If you want to send any messages during this time, play it back later. Radio website. What are you talking about? You can leave an actual voice, and then we play it live on the air. We can hear from you. What? You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. Deacon Live now presents you General Odisir with his latest song, Grand Finale, a song written about just blowing off scene with all the stuff that we have going on today. For more information, check them out at ProfitRadio.com. Trying to figure out what I gotta do to win. Black holes in my mind, and I gotta be the one to do the zoning. I'm simple if you really Welcome back wanna to Deacon Live. You want something you for free? Of course you do. Everyone wants something for free, and we'd love to give you something for free as well. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on the free swag section, uh, fill out the little form there, and let us know what you'd like there. We got some magnets, we got some stickers, uh, some buttons, some decals. I got, we got a bunch of stuff over there. Fill out that little form, we'll send it to you. Just a little thing to say thank you for listening to us. We appreciate all you guys out there. Believe it or not, we really, really do. Uh, make sure you like, share us, and, and connect with us on all our social media platforms, and tell your friends about us. Tell your friends about this, too. You know, we have, uh, what's it? Cinco de Mayo, well, we're in the middle of, uh, now hold on a sec. So, from my understanding, I'm so totally out of the loop as far as, uh, holidays and what's going on. I guess, uh, St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow, something like that. I haven't seen anything as far as, like, uh, St. Patrick's Day really a whole lot of, uh, at least around in, in my area. Now, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Um, we sit on about 22 some odd acres, but I really don't see, like, a big push at the restaurants that we, um, Go to as far as like, hey, come over for green beer, come over for, you know, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, are we still kind of shell shocked about the whole COVID-19 thing? There, some of the restaurants and bars are, aren't really doing that big push. Now, after that, what do we got? The next big drinking holiday is Cinco de Mayo. Maybe we'll be over it by then. Who knows? But right now with Cinco de Mayo comes what? Corona for whatever reason. Oh, I, I say for whatever reason. Sorry. I know Mexico. I, I, I got it. I'm sorry. I, I realized what I said after I said it. Uh, we have chips and salsa, and we have you know tacos and burritos and all that stuff. So uh, I, I see that out there. 
for a Cinco de Mayo. I mean, that's the, the, the cliche stuff of what you're supposed to have. One of the things for Cinco de Mayo is chips, chips and salsa. And I know that Walmart makes a really good, their brand of chips and salsa, Catalina style. I like that one. Uh, there's also a restaurant style, great value, uh, is their brand or whatever like that. So right now, thousands of bags of the popular chips sold at Walmart are the center of a new recall. The recall chain or the retail chain did a voluntary recall of bags of great value restaurant style white corn chips after they were determined that they pose potential health risks and hazards due to possible metal can- metal contamination. Holy Jesus. So what happened? The recall impacts 200, I'm sorry, 2,555 cases with 10 bags being in each case. So that's 25,000 bags, so on and so forth. I'm sorry, 250,000. Uh, they need to move a comma here if you're watching this on the screen here. The recall impacts Illinois, Illinois, I'm going to say it, Missouri, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. So much for your uh, venison chili there, Todd. Can't put any uh, corn chips. According to the FDA, the chips were packaged in a 13-ounce bag, code blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to tell you all that. If you live in that area, just be careful of the corn tortilla chips out there. This is a class two recall. It's so complicated. Hey, look, someone screwed up. Someone dropped, someone dropped their lunchbox in the, uh, the shredding chamber, and now we have metal strips from this guy's lunchbox in the chips. You fix all that, and they got to stop processes, stop the presses, pull everything out, clean everything. Uh, wipe it all down and then go back in there. What was the one uh, ice cream place where had uh, listeria in it? Uh, and they couldn't get that fixed. They nuked that place a couple times as far as like cleaning it up and they still couldn't get it done. Now, these people right here are getting it done, but I don't know if, th- if this is to my liking. I'm a big fan of Burger King. Now, Burger King started in South Florida and I love Burger King. Flame broiled over, was it fried and stuff? And I love a Whopper. Whopper? Burger King's kind of changing their outlook as far as how they're doing the Whopper now because that's the flagship of the restaurant or the chain, I guess, the the fast food. They're not um, producing as many Whopper, buy one Whopper, get one free coupons. They're actually saying, you know what, this is our flagship. You guys should pay full price for our Whopper. This is our big thing. You should pay full price. But with everyone's eating habits and everyone's, you know, going to the Impossible Burger or the Impossible Whopper, the Whopper has reached the end of its reign. It has been declining for a while and frails to mess up the damp lettuce with faint whispers of char. I don't know what that means. Well, here's what's going on. They are looking for an opportunity to conquer once of a flagship sandwich. What they're referring to is the Burger King has a new Whopper melt. Ugh, that sounds disgusting to me. This new Whopper will be undeniably cheesier, toastier, and more satisfactory than the withered Whopper. And all I can think about is a soggy, wet... Alright, let's do it this way. Screw the article. Here's what it looks like. It looks like Remember as a kid growing up, mom, I want Burger King. Mom, I want McDonald's. Your mom would say what? We got McDonald's and Burger King at home, right? And you get home and your mom would make this greasy hamburger and slap it between pieces of loaf bread. That's what this new Whopper looks like. And they call it a melt. Earlier this year, we reported that Burger King was planning on focused on new extensions and innovations around the Whopper. This renewed focus on the BK's flagship product, You know what it looks like? Texas toast. You ever grab Texas toast? It's greasy. It's buttery and greasy. The Whopper Junior patties, uh, oh, with two Whopper Junior patties that are together the amount of a quarter pounder flame grilled beef. All right, so they're, they're throwing two things in there instead of one. American cheese, caramelized onions, BK signature sauce. I didn't know there was a signature sauce on the BK. Their hamburger. I guess Thousand Island. 
Hate that too. Uh, debuts alongside two other variations, the spicy Whopper melt with the jalapenos and the bacon Whopper melt. Do me a favor. I'm looking at it right now and you can see this. Uh, Swiss screens here so you can see it. It literally looks like two Whopper juniors. In the middle of Texas toast. That's all it looks like. I think uh, Hardee's had something called like a Frisco burger or something stupid like that. Are they still selling it? I don't know. I don't know. I want a bun. It's a hamburger. I want a bun wrapped around my beef. Hell. Now, someone that had some beef many years ago is a boxer by the name of Mike Tyson. There is a, a very influential fight, a very uh, groundbreaking fight, where Mike Tyson bit off the ear of Evander Holyfield in the middle of a fight because, and this is what happened, Evander Holyfield was taking Mike Tyson down. You would think Mike Tyson ironed Mike Tyson. He's an undefeated champ, but no, Holyfield was actually getting under his skin and was and was beating him. Mike Tyson got frustrated, and they butted heads, and they kind of locked themselves up, and Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off. Most of it. Got the top bottom of it, got frustrated and bit it off. So part of Mike Tyson's pursuit of doing something else is he actually got invested in the marijuana. He lives out in California. Uh, he started getting into marijuana, making his own strand, making his own whatever, because it's uh, it's all legal and stuff out there. But Mike Tyson right now is venturing into another aspect of the marijuana products. He is getting into edibles. Now, uh, there's CBD edibles. Uh, I took them a couple times with my wife here because CBD is legal here. They don't really, I don't want to say quote unquote mess you up, but for the most part, they kind of like chill you the fuck out. <clears throat> Mike Tyson is now coming out with his own new edibles. He has designed these new edibles as ear shape and they're called ear shape bites. Imagine a gummy bear, well, the gummy substance, shaped like an ear with a piece of the ear missing, and now it's going to be an edible. So Mike Tyson has what they're called ear bites, and he's starting to sell them right now. And they got grooves and stuff on it look like an ear, and there's a piece missing off of it where it's been bitten now from by Mike Tyson. Now, I don't know if he's biting off each piece individually and, and packaging them, but now Mike Tyson is selling edibles shaped like ears with a piece missing off the top right-hand corner. <laughs> So if you're out there in California, do me a favor. Send me a picture of that if you can find some of those Mike Tyson ear bites. And uh, the way you do that is just email me, deacon at profitradio.com. You can also find the email address, and you can upload your pictures. We'll post it on the on the Facebook feed as well. Go over to profitradio.com. There's a little section there for you to upload a picture. I want to see it. I want to see it. Speaking of food. Some people live and die by certain condiments. I have recently found out that I enjoy Heinz ketchup, no sugar added, better than any ketchup that's out there as far as the regular ketchup. I think it tastes more like, I think McDonald's had a certain ketchup made just for McDonald's. I think uh, Burger King has, if not, still has their ketchup. But for whatever reason, the ketchup at those fast food restaurants, uh, the little packets or the pump machine, tastes different than the ketchup you get out of the bottle at home. So I love the Heinz sugar-free ketchup. I say sugar-free. It's no sugar added. There's still natural sugars from the actual plant, but they don't add any more sugar to make you more addictive and fat little piggies. In 2017, some evil counselors of the throne of Hidden Valley Headquarters whispered a diabolical suggestion in the ears of the Ranch Kingdom monarch, and they had the keg of dressing. So they had that for a while. You could buy a whole keg of dressing. Well, right now, since the keg of dressing has come out, a half decade later, they have spent a decade now planning on how to escalate the company's worldwide descent into darkness. Now the solution has been found. It takes great form, what they call call a, quote, ring of 
power. We represent to you right now Hidden Valley's Ranch Diamond Ring. It's being auctioned off right now on eBay for a limited time only. The Ranch Diamond Ring, as described, has its dread creators as the ultimate expression of true love. For the first time, a man-made diamond created from the first name in Ranch. So for the first time... Hidden Valley Ranch has created a diamond by using all the seasoning from the Hidden Valley Ranch dressing, heating it up to 2,500 degrees, and then crushing the output underneath 400 tons of pressure, taking about five months to create. This two-carat gem is set in a 14 white gold band with the letters HVR. LVR, so it's Hover Lover or something like that, engraved on the outside. So what they've done is they've taken all the ingredients and stuff that they normally put in ranch dressing. They've compressed it under 2,500 degrees. Diamonds are made from carbon. So if you take all the ingredients like the dill and the ranch and the, or not the ranch, the, the dill, the paprika, the onions and all that stuff in powder form, you create that, you're heating that carbon up and then pressing it, you can create a diamond. Now, I don't know how pure the diamond is and or any flaws or anything on it, but Hidden Valley has now created a diamond for you to bid on for all those out there. Now, this is this is crazy for people that are just ultimate ranch people. Ranch dressing. <laughs> Let me go further to describe that because it doesn't make any sense no matter how I say it. So for all you ranch flavored dressing people, ranch dressing flavored people out there who want to have something that a little bit of bling and stuff, it's up on eBay right now. And it's a diamond made from actual the stuff that they use to make ranch dressing. It's all compressed and stuff. So right now, the current bid is at $12,450 with 78 bids. So if you want to go do that, and if you buy it, I'll let you come on the show. You bring that thing on, up here to Charlotte, North Carolina with that on your finger i'll let you be on the show how's that for incentive to buy it kind of expensive but hey you know what it's worth it right all right we'll come back we got one more segment and then we'll wrap up the show and let you get back to what you got to do stick around you'll listen to deacon live right here on proper radio i'll be right back Subscribe to Deacon Live wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Deacon Live and please give us a nice review. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your monitor is like 50 inches. I understand. It's huge. It's a 90 inch ridiculous. Your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought Ah! insane. That's like a living room TV right there, to be honest with you. A lot of people do not have what you have right here. Right. Amy's breaking into the beer. Deacon Live now presents you Pearl Cutton with her latest song, Change, an upbeat, soulful pop song with a strong message about not being afraid to make changes when it's needed and not to repeat the cycle of stagnation. For more information, check her out at ProfitRadio.com. Don't be afraid to make a change. Take a look in the mirror. Don't be afraid to be the light, shine the light in the dirt. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Well, we want to give you something for free. And the way you get that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on free swag and fill out the little form there. Believe me, I got enough stuff going on. I don't need to. Uh, I'm not going to do anything with your email address. It's just a simple way of us saying thank you for listening to us, being a part of our show. And we'll send you some free stickers, some magnets, uh, some buttons. We got a whole bunch of other stuff up here. We'll send it to you. I just need a return address and who I'm sending it to. In the next couple of weeks or so, actually starting next week, uh, we'll be down in Florida. So if you'd like to come out and see me, come out and hang out with me, let me know. Uh, you can email me at any time at deacon at profitradio.com. And make sure you follow us on Facebook and you can follow us uh, where we're going to be at while we're down in Florida for the next three weeks or so while we're down there broadcasting. All right, so uh, here's another thing. Now, this couple right here is renovating a house that they bought from the 1920s and coming across weird stuff, and it's been posted on TikTok right now. An eerie box marked Do Not Release is found during a home renovation. Now, I know I teased this last week, and I kind of fell short on that. My fault. I skipped over it. I had a lot going on. Please believe me. I had a lot going on. Believe me. A spooky video circulating online reveals an unsettling contents of an eerie box that was discovered during a home renovation product, and it bears a worrisome warning, Do Not release the chilling footage was posted on tiktok here's what's happening now so they found it was locked and they couldn't find where the key was and they came across like this old mirror uh, that was completely sealed on the back side and sealed on the front side so the guy actually during the renovation hit the mirror because he heard something jingling around inside so he hit the mirror out pops this key and they were like oh well why would you seal up a key in this mirror that has absolutely no like it was welded shut and it looked like an old mirror as well so they opened it up so this is what was actually inside the box this is what 25 million of you wanted to see but for those who don't know i found this locked box in my attic wall and the key was rattling inside this mirror someone didn't want us to find it but we have really strange objects were inside like this small pendant necklace what looks like a burnt piece from a ouija board so you know what the Ouija board is, right? Where you have the little, almost like a spade or something with a little hole cut out in the middle of it. It looked like this thing was burnt. I don't know. It's covered in wax. A second key. And then there's another and key. lock of hair. And a lock of hair. Not sure why it was hidden, but if there's a second key, there could be another box. Follow and we'll keep looking. And that's, you know, it's one of those things. Follow and we'll keep looking. Follow and we'll keep looking. Who knows? If, if it's rigged, you know, I, I get pissed off more than anything when, when people do that stuff and they play on our, our fears and our scaredness and our curiosity as well. I would just... If it turns out to be fake, I'd hit him with a baseball bat or something. Now, this guy right here, speaking of fears, you've seen uh, Grand Theft Auto, right? Well, this gentleman took Grand Theft Auto to a whole new level and actually jumped in a boat and started tearing shit up. A man who stole a 60-foot yacht was arrested on Thursday after a 10-minute chase that ended with him hitting two other boats and a seawall in Newport Beach Harbor. This wild scene was all captured on video. You can check out this video as well. You ready? Here we go. Police say the man behind the wheel of that powerboat stole it. That's right. Officers say they were trying to talk to the guy about vandalism accusations when he jumped in and took off. The crash has happened near the Rusty Pelican restaurant along PCH near Tustin Avenue this morning in Newport Beach. And that's where KKL9's Rena Nakano is live with more video of this bizarre incident, Rena. Yeah, Leslie, Amy, this was pretty crazy, as you saw by the video. It seemed like every single inch of this portion of the harbor was affected by the events that went on this morning. It actually started clear on the other side of this harbor. The man did a couple of donuts and eventually ended up smashing into the side of the bridge. 
Here it comes. Oh, Jesus. Now, that's not a 60-foot boat. That's about a 35-foot boat. And he runs up on the, all these different boats, backs it up, and he's running it again. Hold on, hold on. Here's Deborah Dolly giving her situation. So the boat's about a 30-foot boat. I know what a 60-foot boat looks like. It doesn't move like this. This is a 30, 35-foot boat. Again, but it does have power. So he rams this, and he's kind of like jumping over these all other smaller boats at the same time and hits this sailboat. And here's Deborah Dolly giving her, uh, I guess she was in the sailboat at the same time. If you think this looks scary from the dock, imagine if you were inside the smashed sailboat. The entire uh, starboard side came crashing in on me. Oh, Deborah Dolly. She looks like she's old money. And uh, heaven for Betsy. That, that, that I, I didn't. My, I saw my life pass before my eyes. And it didn't stop. It came once, twice, three <laughs> times. So the whole boat, the pole, the steel, my, the enclosure, everything was crashing in on me. Deborah Dolly was spending her Thursday morning relaxing inside her sailboat docked at Newport Harbor when her life flashed before her eyes. Ugh. Newport Beach police says it all began when officers were chasing a man suspected of committing vandalism. At around 10 a.m., the man then stole a boat at the harbor and then went on a joyride. He pulled the dock off itself, uh, damaged heavily some boats across the way, and it just sounded like, you know, boats were sinking. Kai McCartney witnessed the entire thing. He says after slamming into Dolly's sailboat, the man backed up, did a few donuts in the harbor, and attempted <laughs> to get away. And then he took off. I thought, is it gonna, this going to be a hit and run? What's, what's going on? But he wasn't done. After speeding across the harbor, then this. Get out! The man hit another boat until finally crashing into the wall. Now that I can see the boat, it might be a, it might be 60 foot. It could be a 45. <laughs> but yeah, it looks a little bit bigger in this video. Crashing into the wall. Ugh. The sounds of him hitting that boat in the wall brought everyone out of their homes. The owner of this boat says he just got this rare 1960 trolley craft delivered on Saturday. He even been able to sail on it yet. What are the chances? After all the destruction, Harbor Police arrested the man and towed the boat away. Yeah, that's a 60-foot boat. Sorry, I stand corrected. Dolly said that she did get her head hit, so she is getting that checked out. But otherwise, she is okay. But understandably, she remains shaken up. Live in Newport Beach, I'm Rena Nakano, KCAL 90. Now, I had a boat for a long time. Just controlling one of those big boats and running up on the I always think that I'd lose control and accidentally bump it. Just bump another boat. But this guy was just like, not Dukes of Hazard, but I mean, Grand Theft Auto. He was just running over all the boats and smashing everything as, as much as he could. Uh, we'll see what happens to him as we follow that story. Now, some people are very self-conscious about their hair. This kid right now is not, but soon will be. He is suffering from what they call uncombable hair syndrome. A woman found out on Instagram that she was posting pictures of her son, and everyone says, well, your son has uncombable hair syndrome. And you're like going, well, what the hell is that? People with uncomfortable hair syndrome, or UHS, have hair that grows out in a triangle pattern. Uncomfortable hair syndrome is usually diagnosed between 3 months and 12 years old of age. The chemical hair treatment may help. It'll only be temporary. So here we go with the picture. Now, what it looks like, you ever seen um, kids or anyone that, that touches 
just one of those uh, magneto things and their hair stands up all over the place. This kid's hair stands up all the time like this, 24-7, like the worst cow lick you could ever have. And if you want to see this video, make sure you go over to Profit Radio. You can see this video as well. Let me blow this up so everyone can see it. And we can see the little, oh, look, I'm sitting there. Here he goes. Locke is now 16 months old. And last summer. Look at his hair. A stranger DM'd me on my Instagram account. Um, and asked me if he had ever been diagnosed with uncomfortable hair syndrome. I had never heard of it, so of course I went into like a Google deep dive. He looks like he's got a haystack on his hair. He looks like he has 90s rocker hair or 80s rocker's hair. And called his pediatrician. Long story short, they directed us to an awesome specialist down at Emory in Atlanta. They took pictures of his hair and samples, and a couple weeks later, we got the call that it actually was uncomfortable hair syndrome. I'm sorry. I said uncomfortable hair syndrome, which I think still fits, but it's called uncombable hair syndrome. I stand corrected on that one as well. I'm falling short left and right here. But yeah, it's called uncombable hair syndrome, UHS. The syndrome causes the hair to stand straight up without laying down. And he's probably got a good three to four inches of, of length on his hair, and it's standing straight up like a porcupine all the way around his head. We get comments across the board and we get them every day. Everybody asks to touch it. And as long as people ask and they're nice, and as long as the baby doesn't mind, we don't mind either. Nobody knows about it because they've never seen it before. There's just not a lot of information on it. And then they think it will change or could go away at about puberty. So we'll see what happens over the years. So it's kind of like the, you ever ever shaving your head before or shaved your head before and then your hair comes back curly or straight, the reverse of what you had, Uh, you know, you completely get it down, you know, the bare scalp and stuff and then your hair comes back. Or I know when I was growing up as a kid or a baby or as a child, I had blonde hair and I'm sure, you know, 50% of you out there had blonde hair as a kid growing up and all of a sudden your hair changes different colors. That's kind of what this kid's going through right now, but I guess it's called uncombable hair syndrome. Uh, So you can check that out. Go over to ProfitRadio.com. And you can see that and along with our other videos and stuff that we've been talking about here on the show. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to let you get back to what you got to do. We appreciate each and every one of you listening to us, downloading us, sharing us with your friends, uh, and to show you how much we appreciate you, we'll give you some free stuff. Go over to ProfitRadio.com, and we'll send you some free stuff. On that note, guys, I'm going to let you get back to what you got to do. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight. The end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.